Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for everyone. All right. Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today I am so excited to have on a 65-year-old from Teeswater, Ontario, Canada. As a youngster, he won her all in Pee Wee and Bantam before lacing up for gotta be a record six junior seasons and is one of the all-time leading D-men scorers ever with my hometown Elmira Sugar Kings. And I think he might have been on the inaugural squad. Also, as a player, he's been running amok with the Concord Old Stars for decades and is the captain of the squad and still doesn't mind mucking it up in the corners at 65 years old, folks. He's helped coach and raise countless little shed guys and gals around town. As a coach with the Concord Canucks, he is also the Walton's fishing guide and helped Post hockey Wally, get back on his feet. Welcome to my shed, Dean Nepsky. <laughs> hey Wally, how's it going? Good. How are you? You look all bundled up tonight. It's a cold Wally, in there. It's it's cold out. <laughs> it is cold out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get into how we know each other. Um, I guess. Uh, how do I start? I I don't even know where to start. Where would you start? <laughs> uh, uh well long before you i went to high school with your mom right when you're an Elmira sugar king yeah yeah uh-huh. living with the ceiling family in Elmira, ontario and you went to the Elmira high school then yeah E-D-S. yeah that's where i went to small world isn't it <laughs> it is yeah yeah um so did you know my old man back then too then not really. No. I was, think, they weren't in the hockey world, were they? <laughs> no, I think, he, yeah. No, no. He, I just didn't happen to run across him. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, that's when it would have started, I guess. But, uh, and then you, well, I guess the connection in Concord is they have a schoolhouse in town, right? An old schoolhouse that uh, you uh, did some work and made a nice bar for them, right? Yeah, that's kind of where it started that's where that's where it rekindled from high school right yeah yeah uh yeah. your mom and dad came out and staying the staying their own kitchen and bars well they like to do their own work <laughs> yeah oh no it was great it helped me out because i didn't have a lot of help then so yeah i had painter at that time <laughs> <laughs> and that is the other way we know each other is uh <clears throat> When I came back from hockey with my tail between my legs and moved to a new town, which I had lived in for, I guess, two summers, um, 
every day was a Saturday for a while there. I didn't have a job and had a wife and two kids. And uh, then all of a sudden there was a day where I think you texted me and said, your old man says you could paint. <laughs> yeah. So I made you the head painter. Yeah. I was your head painter. <laughs> and just like that, I had my first big boy job, right? Head yeah. painter. <laughs> when they were working on helping with the kitchens that's when you played uh uh in the east coast league when what you played before you went to europe and what about it here before you went to europe is that when right? you, were, you were building kitchens you said when I, when your mom and dad were staining the kitchen and. Oh, uh, that's when they were doing it. Yeah. Cause they were redoing up. They were doing the schoolhouse when I was at Western Michigan. So yeah, that time frame makes sense. So after Western Michigan, I'm first starting pro and they would be by that time doing the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. If you played 90 games and you're pretty much shot. I was shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went to the finals and almost won with the Daytona beach bombers. Right. And I said, well, you know, they're starting a senior team in Port Elgin. Gord Lamont's doing good. Maybe come there and play or go to Europe and play. But And then you get, uh, you know, the cushy job and up at the plant. But yeah. <laughs> um, I think when you're a hockey guy, you got to you got to play. You want to play hockey. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah it wasn't really a question at that point. Um, when I. Uh, was in the coast. Like I was talking with NHL teams and I went to NHL camps. I'm not, you know, and in Europe, I met a lot of people by, by, by the looks of things, I guess. Right. <laughs> um, so I would say it all worked out. Right. <laughs> Never did work out there though. <laughs> well, no, you did. All right. Yeah. I'm with Norby and that's um, another yeah. way we know each other. Right. If we're into how we know each other, these are all just little fun facts for the folks. <laughs> Is we were roofing, right? When I was your head painter. Huh? The old fart roofing company. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were I think we were doing your mom's roof. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and I got a call that uh for my knee issues, that thing I thought it might get a little tickle, right? And um and I said, Dino, my lawyer just emailed. We're going for lunch and I'm buying. And that was on a Wednesday, I believe. And, um, you know, I I was working as the head painter, but I was looking for a career. And, you know, my my first <laughs> real job, right? And then we go for lunch and we're in our, <laughs> our painting clothes and roofing clothes. And we're drinking a pint on a Wednesday at lunch. And uh, I guess in walked uh, Norm um, and we met. And I've worked for him ever since. <laughs> I guess that's almost seven years ago now. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it is wild. Yeah. How fast seven years goes by. Doesn't it? Yeah. 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 By 30 years. <laughs> well, and that's crazy, isn't it? And by the way, nice hat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, I understand when everybody talked about how fast life goes, you know, when you're like a junior player and you, you think you have all this time and then like, it's like I, my son's team Colby 
they lost a huge game last night. They're pretty well tits on toast now. It's pretty well over. Um, it's a round robin. Only one team makes it out, and they lost both games to Port, the other best team. So they're pretty well done. Um, and you, when I saw it happen, it was like, well, you only get so many seasons. There's only so many seasons to winner, right? Yeah. Well, even though I played six, I played two in, uh, for the Hanover Barons. Uh, they say, I remember people say, oh, you got lots of time. You have lots of time. It was kind of interesting how, you know, I guess yeah. they, you have lots of time, but then one up and I'm playing senior, senior hockey in Stratford. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it goes by that quick. Well, it's like to think of back when I was working for you out of hockey now, it's like, I've been out of hockey for since 2016, right? So that's that's a lot of yeah. years. Seven. E, well, yeah. Uh, not yeah. that you haven't played. You played the well, Kenny. McCormick. I did play at the Kenny McCormick. Eh? Yeah, that was a fun time, and uh, I put those yeah. pictures on our poster. Um, and that was a great night. Um, it was fun to play hockey again. Um, yeah. surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. I got through it uninjured, <laughs> right? Well, that is an important part of it. It is. And I can't believe that you're still doing her at 65. And it wasn't a week or two later. I sit, thought, geez, I had fun at the Kenny McCormick. I might play hockey one more time when the guy asked me. And I did. I had nothing going on for one night. And I thought, yeah, I'll go play. And I'm playing the, the old stars. And there you are, the captain of the old stars. And I go into the corner and you start trying to muck it up with me at 65 years old. Do you not, not, do you not know what you can't take my puck? I'm not let that shit go. You're not going to push me around. Let's well, I'm not going to let you push me around. What are you doing? <laughs> That's how you're going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And then all the guys on your team were like, Oh, Dino, are you all right? Dino, are you all right? I'm like, Come on, he's fine. I've been seeing him do this for years. <laughs> That's one reason I play. It's it's uh the competitive juices. Yeah, and you know, it's a lot of fun. It's like uh I'm playing with or or again and against a lot of uh my buddies' boys, like yourself, like right. Yeah, you are 65. Yeah, like uh, and you yeah. can still play, hey. I don't want to pump your tires too much. I know how you could get, you know, and I don't want you to get big headed on me. Um, but uh, you, you can still play. And I couldn't believe the competitiveness you had in the corners there the other night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I kept playing though. That's the other trick. I I kept playing the whole, whole time. Well, wait, I what about when you were coaching, though? Because coaching's busy, man. Oh, yeah. I coach both boys, but I still manage to get games in. You know, it's the game. Like, and I was lucky. I worked for myself. So, you know, yeah. if I get my tail in a little late, that was okay. <laughs> for the um, well, some of those old-timer games, man, they're late. I can't imagine still doing her, but. Yeah. Well. So are you 65 now? Are you retired? No, I'm not retired. 
<laughs> Do you know I miss our days together so much? Those days were so fun when um <laughs> like um I was working for you. We we would have painting jobs for a house or uh kitchen to install, whatever, and then there'd be the odd time you'd be like, All right, why don't we start at eight? And I'd be like, You sure eight? <laughs> and then I'd show up and have to pull your toe to get you up. And All eight, right. And then I'd sit outside, you'd be, you'd throw your stuff on, and we head to Timmy's for a everything bagel with butter, and we get to work, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Just needed a toe pull every once in a while to get you going. Get <laughs> <Every> ketchup. <laughs> uh, and another way we know each other is you did teach me the art of droolers, right? Yeah, uh, and I had one before this. Do you want to explain what a drooler is? Because I have them all the time. I like it's the only way I can do everything I do is by doing droolers. I used to have pregame naps for like two and a half hours. This drooler thing is is fantastic. At ten minutes, you just lay down, or you know, find yourself a chair, and uh, you fall asleep, but your mouth opens a little bit. And you turn to the side and it, it starts running and your little drool coming up feet there. So, and then you just snap out of it and get back to it. Right. You're woke right up. Yeah. Back. I actually think that I, happened when I was working for you, when I was a head painter, we would uh, head to your place for lunch <laughs> and then we'd both sit in the lazy boys. And then all of a sudden we'd have just a quick drooler before the afternoon shift. Eh? <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> It's wild how it works, though, right? You get a lot more energy, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to have it. Yeah. Um. So, geez, there's a lot of ways we know each other. But so when you did hire me to be your head painter there, um, I guess my old man vouched that I could paint houses because I had helped him out in the past, right? And then you picked me up and you took me to the Fullerton's house. And uh, you left me with some paint and some brushes and said, paint the whole house <laughs> with a brush. <laughs> no roller, like with a brush. The whole house. Yeah, because it's all wood. Uh, it wasn't your normal type house, right? It wasn't your normal type house. But I didn't uh, just paint the inside, also the outside with a brush, right? Yep. Oh, uh, that wood. All the tubes cocking had to get covered. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I we basically worked by the water all summer, right? Yeah. Um, not a bad not a bad spot to work down there. No, you like the outhouse. Crapper <laughs> there. Well, we did get we did paint the outhouse too, and it looked fire engine red after, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. You you could find it that way, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and they, they weren't still using the outhouse to take dumps, right? Yeah, when uh, they they had go... that fancy toilet where you, there was a toilet on the outside of their house. You remember that where you'd walk in f from the outside and there was a toilet on the outside of the house. I like that. Yeah, you leave the door open and you could watch the bears go by. If... No, you could. You could see all the nature while you're <laughs> you're taking a break, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was the odd bear down there, you know. <laughs> I actually because I didn't want to scare you off. Oh, I, it's fine. I don't, I wouldn't get scared, Dina. <laughs> I really enjoyed working out there, though. They were lovely folks, right? 
So yeah. they sold oh, yeah. that place and moved away. Yeah, yeah, they're living in Godridge now. Oh, okay. So they're not too far away. But while well, they're in Mexico for the winter. Well, thanks for the uh, summer job, right? I was like their pool boy, and they didn't have a pool, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but uh, thank you for the opportunity, Dino. I don't know if I ever told you, but um, I've talked about it on here, how hard of a time I had after hockey, and I moved to a new town, and um, oh, you, don't really, you don't really know anybody, and you don't really know how to get started, and people tell me I can't even play hockey or do anything because of my knee, and um, you getting me, you texting and saying, hey, you want to come do some painting? That was what got me going again. And um, then you got me out in the town, meeting all the different people. Then you took me to the old stars and I met all the old stars. And uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then you, yeah. Uh, uh, well, you met the guy, uh, you played Triple uh, A. He was from Guelph. Uh, can't remember his name. I met him where? Doing well. uh, stars dance when we had that you and lisa came to that dance that oh night. yeah i don't remember yeah. yeah yeah i remember that but um it's crazy the people you run into through a hockey career i guess right oh it's a small world really it really is and the hockey world's even smaller right yeah, yeah. uh, uh I could get into that right now if you want, uh, just on your Sugar King time, if you want to jump right to that instead of some more stuff about how we know each other. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, small hockey world, because I always talk about hockey genes and hockey people, and then, like, I go to the rinks now, and it's the dads are the dads I know from when we played hockey together. So, when the research team got hot on the Sugar Kings way back in the day when you played Morley Boozemworth was on the team. I played AAA with Jordan Boozemworth, his son. Um, Martin Quincy was on the team. I believe that's Kyle Quincy's dad that played in the NHL that I skated with. Dave Matthews. Is that the guy that coached me for a little bit? Rocco. It, what, did he play with you on the Sugar Kings? Yeah, he was in and out. Yeah, he's a little younger. Okay, okay. Um, Mark King, is that sticker that has a cottage just down the road? Sticker, yeah. Okay. Kent a... Norman, this is a question. Kent Norman said he was from Listowel. That wouldn't be Reed and Todd's old man, would it? Palmerston. He's from Palmerston. Oh. Yeah. Well, is that Reed and Todd's old man? Porkchop. Who's, is, I don't know. Is Porkchop their old man? No, that's, that's Kent's nickname. Oh, Porkchop. Yeah, I've, I've had that nickname too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you. <laughs> um, okay, so that might not be their old man. I just figured it was just because of the genetics and all this. So then Rod Settler, would that be Daryl's brother or something? Yep. Yeah. See, when you look at last names in the hockey world, it's not that hard to start putting things together. <laughs> and then small world still, as we're that's what we're talking about. Greg Broughton was on your team who yep. had a son my age who they grew, they were down the road from my parents' house growing up, right? Um, so, and the other one was Jamie Zippel. I grew up with his daughters, right? Yeah. 
a lot of folks that I know from your age group that I didn't realize you guys all played together. And then you guys would have that bond where us young punks don't realize that all you old folks all have that bond that we have, right? Jamie Zippel's a Bruce County boy, too, from Walkerton, right? Is that right? Oh, yeah. And yeah, we're so he ended up there, eh? Because I always liked him. Yeah, yeah. You... Uh, see, the Bruce County boys really uh, picked that team up for a few years, right? Oh, went back when it started or what? Sure, Kings, when we played. Yeah. Is that when you, yeah, that it was Bruce County boys? Yeah, that's Zip was always, you know, we're the Bruce County boys and we're the guys running the show. <laughs> Uh, well, Bruce County is a thing, right? It's like you show up in minor hockey, you know, Bruce yep. County usually gets out and has a couple pints in the parking lot still, right? <laughs> it's still a thing in minor hockey. <laughs> well, no, it's yeah, it's fun. It is fun, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Elmira, when you first got there, we may as well stick with that. Were you on the, is it the first team ever? Were you on that team? No, no. Uh, they started in 70. So oh. uh, 74, 75 is kind of that first group that went through. Like Chuck Drexler, he was older. and I know who that is. Yeah, His son Bruce, was Chris Drexler. Bruce Martin. As the bike shop or the hardware home hardware in Southampton, I don't he, know. Yeah, he's had hardware store in Southampton, and then I, uh, his son plays goal. I go up Tuesday mornings uh, and play in Port El with some Port Elgin guys, and he plays goal for. Bruce's son plays goal, so I'm yeah. playing. It's a <laughs> it is a small world, man. When you get talking around, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, you know, yeah. How how it all started though is you moved to Elmira because of hockey and um knew people in Elmira, and then you end up knowing my parents because of hockey and you being in Elmira. And like it is interesting how many people you meet through the hockey world, right? Yeah, definitely. And the more teams you you play on the more diversified uh, group of people, you know, that's very true. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> this is not how I'd want it. I'd want Colby to be on like one team for spring for like three tournaments, but he's going to be on three different teams through the spring and th one tournament for each team, three tournaments. But yeah. I guess, like you said, you get to meet a lot of different people in those three weekends, right? Yeah. It turns into a bit of a blur, right? That cuts in on the fishing time, though. <laughs> um, do we still have a fishing guide? It's been a while. Well, I know. It, We're jumping yeah. right back into how we know each other, folks. Dino is the Walton's fishing guide. And fun fact is I can go to the exact same places that you took us to. And then I never catch anything. But you take <laughs> us there. We catch stuff. Well, you know, it's the luck of the draw sometimes right i don't know if it's that <laughs> <laughs> but some of those days were my favorite um do you remember t 
taking oh. the back roads to Hanover and back and going to that fishing derby where it was it was five bucks. You got to throw it into a stocked pond and you got to take home two of the fish that they'd clean for you. And then we cooked the fish that night and we took the back roads there and back, right? Uh, gravel running, little gravel running. Yeah. Do you remember? It was that trip, I think, <clears throat> when we were on a back road and there were some deer in a cornfield and the kids climbed. They were little then. And they climbed out the window and snuck through the cord and tried to catch the deers. Hey, Colby goes, can I, can I uh, catch him? I go, yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> he went out the window and we just stopped and sat there and watched them chase the deer. <laughs> oh, you know, it was fun though. <laughs> right. Um, my code of mine is if you take all the roads everyone else takes, you'll see all the same shit, right? <laughs> and well, not many take off after the deer, but right. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. That's true. Oh, hey, that was a lot of fun. Um, so I know what happened at the place where you've taken me to. Um, it's by a golf course not far from here. Um, we call it our honey hole, but um. <laughs> there's a place where you took us to we caught a few um and there was a day where it's right on a road and there is a ditch and zoe was little little and she f when we're fishing on one side of the road all of a sudden there's a side road folks all of a sudden we heard splash <laughs> and zoe had fell into like the like river beside in the ditch do you remember that and then we pulled her out and she looked like the hulk she was totally green uh the sad little on the water that and it sticks yeah we, we called her the hulk <laughs> she didn't like it eh? she was <laughs> probably about two <laughs> a little older but i mean yeah we uh we're focusing on fishing probably a little more and we I wasn't. We were right there. It wasn't a thing, right? It just turned her green. <laughs> Fun days, though, right? If you don't go do those things, you don't have those memories, right? Yeah, for sure. It's funny what you remember, though. Like, It's funny what people remember, because now that just made it pop back in my head. Did you not used to go check out abandoned houses with your kids? Oh, yeah. That was the Father's Day thing one time. Would... And we just uh, old uh, abandoned houses in the area. Did you find anything cool? Uh, it's interesting, you know. You you see these homes, and, and then the one guy we're in there, and he I stops. It was out by Glamis, and he stops and wonders what the heck we're doing, you know. And he he keeps an eye on it for his his neighbor who's. Uh, not around that often, but luckily he had a Guelph University T-shirt on, and Sam happened to going to Guelph University, so then it was all okay for us to go and look at the house. So you still got to go check it out, eh? <laughs> Fine with it then. So, <laughs> um, well, everybody's got their fun things to do, right? Uh, yeah. People would probably think it's weird that mine and the kids' favorite thing to do is go to the random store, which is our favorite antique store in the neighborhood that um, you take a couple beers 
and uh, check out all the fun stuff he's got, right? And uh, not many people might do that, but fun is fun, right? <laughs> uh, mall. What's that? Armo Mall. Oh, well, that's part of how we know each other. We may as well stay right there. The Armo Mall, folks. So that is the dump. That's where <laughs> you take your garbage. And, um, well, you made me a big dump enthusiast. When I was working for you, we became real dump enthusiasts and I have great memories with the kids from going to the dump. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. (laughs) It is. So the Arbo mall folks is when you go to the dump, if people, especially, you know, those big wigs out at the plant there that make their money and are throwing away things that people might want. There is an area to leave stuff that other people might want and i tell you you can find some gems in there can't you well yeah it's uh it's a good way to recycle good way to recycle and you can find some neat stuff right well yeah and the boys uh well in the computer stuff like uh then they can play around with different you know yeah, your kids were into different stuff than mine so what we did was we found creepy dolls and then we would hide them in like in mommy's bed or somewhere on her. And all of a sudden there'd be a creepy doll somewhere. Right. And we'd get it every time we went to the dump. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't, didn't your kids start like a uh, bike business out of the dump? Ben had the bike business. He'd get the little bikes and tune them up and we'd sell them at the Monday market up at the Victoria park. And actually it was Clark Pollock. One day ran into him and he goes, Oh, you know, those bed frames, there's really good metal in those and you can weld stuff up. And the boys end up getting a welder, building go-karts and doing lots of stuff. Well, your kids are pretty impressive. Um, and the one thing I found was interesting when I look back on my time here, Dino is when, I became a carpenter for you, but you were a carpenter and I was your head painter, but we were doing that stuff. And um, I wanted to be better at what I was doing and like be able to help you. Um, And I would take, I'd go to the wood pile at the dump and take pieces of wood and go home and build stuff. And I did go home and build tables and sold them on like Kijiji or whatever, or the spit and swap. And people came and bought tables I had built and little oil shelves and um, stuff. And it was all for wood from the dump. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was entertaining. Yeah. It was you like what the- I did before I had the shed, right? <laughs> yeah. Nice yeah. to have that. You got to have a hobby, right? Now talking to my shed is more fun than building stuff from wood out of the dump. <laughs> you know? Well, it's good. It's- you can't... Uh- it's a phase that you've done been there done that so yeah well i hope this isn't a phase because i really like doing this oh yeah okay. yeah you've done you've done a lot of them what 262 yeah well yeah i've done a lot of them man yeah and i've That's wanted true. to have you on the whole time and i get really busy and there's a lot of other people i want to have on i haven't got to them you know i hope they're not offended but you know, so when we talk about okay, yeah. what your kids can build out of stuff from the dump, is this true? 
at a minor hockey trip to a game, you were with your son, who is quite intelligent, and he had built what we would call a gizmo that he said, watch this, and he shut down all the machines in the restaurant? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> We were uh, in midget uh, playing Collingwood and stopped him words at own sound. He's got a like a uh, remote, and he through this remote. That's the one he you know gets the computer stuff at the dump, and you can monkey with stuff. <laughs> monkey with <laughs> yeah. Well, and he what he he turned off like their screens and stuff, right? Like, and it was funny. That's and could he did he turn them back on that? Oh yeah, because he could do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> And he was playing midget hockey. Yeah, yeah, that's when he's a midget. Um, so he must have done a lot, little bit of monkeying around with the computer stuff then, eh? Yeah. Well, and then when that was Sam, and then Ben, we're in a a silver stick tournament in Minden, and we're staying in Aurelia, and he googles Google Maps at how to get to the game, and I'm coaching. And we had, we're going through Barry and like, I didn't look at a real map. And he says, well, this is supposed to be it. We're subdivision and uh, the arena wasn't there. So we missed the game. <laughs> you drove where? You missed the whole game because you drove the wrong place? Uh, yeah, I went the wrong way. He queued in the address and it took us south of Barry and well, there was a time we took all Colby's equipment to Elmira for Christmas um, uh, to skate outdoors. And he had like a g little game the next day in like tight type deal against another team. Or I think it would have been like a novice. And uh, the next morning we wake up, rip all the way back to Concarden, and then open up the back of the truck. Equipment's still in Elmira. So uh, then found a dad that had a younger son throw on the random gear. And then Colby went out there with a white bucket on and these fancy skates. And man, it was, br he was so bad. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, good memories though, right? That's funny. The, yeah. Really good Thai restaurant in Minden too. So <laughs> Is that when you missed the game? Well, no, no, we, well, we missed the game, got there, the game was over, and then there's still, we made it the semifinal, actually, and and the one night, um, Barry Jones, the manager, he really liked Thai food, so he, yeah, there's a really good Thai restaurant in Minden, which he didn't expect, and it was really, really good. I'm not sure if it's still there or not. <clears throat> But that's what the kids remember. <laughs> the good Thai restaurant? Well, they, yeah, they really like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so let's see here. The other thing I got then is how we know each other is uh, my first day on the job with you was working on someone's shed in my neighborhood uh, right beside Shed Guy Ron Sales House, right? You yeah. were building a shed just in the neighborhood here. For uh, Robin Matchett. 
daughter. That's right. Yeah. That was the first day I ever worked for you. Remember that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I really enjoyed every day of it, Dito. Yep. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> oh, and okay. Here's my fun tale. When I started working for you and we had to look up somewhere to go and something to do, I don't know what it was. And we were at your place for lunch before the drooler and you yeah. pulled out the yellow pages. I I needed, I, needed what, the... what were we looking for? You actually pulled out a phone book of the yellow pages. And I was like, Dino, it's 2016 or 17 right now. You're using the yellow pages. Uh, I got a phone right here. <laughs> Becky, even for doing the Zoom, Aaron had to do the Zoom. I do have an iPhone 13, though, now. My what do you need that for? You don't even look at the messages. I'll text you. I don't get a response for days. I don't have it up right on me all the time. You know? I know. You're old school. I like it. I wish I could do that. It was like I thought you were going to have problems with the Zoom, and you told me I might have to come over and pull your toe again. And I started getting worried you'd fell asleep. And then you actually had, but it was just a drooler. <laughs> well, Aaron hooked up. So, Mike. She knows what she's doing, eh? So after I work for you, though, and then I get in with Superheat, right? And I go out into the field to wrap pipes um, and learn the industry. Um I go to Burlington to uh, a fab shop, you'd call it, right? And uh, Alki, shed guy, is my project manager who's been been on. And uh, we go to watch a kid he trains play hockey at Cops Coliseum. Garrett McFadden, also okay. a shed guy. He's also been on. And I come there to watch the game with Alki. And me and you sat together, right? And I hadn't seen you <laughs> hardly since I start working. And then we're both at a hockey game together at Cops Coliseum watching the same kid together with his parents. And it's just funny how small the hockey world is, right? For yeah. a way, I took Colby on the ice with Derek Burroughs. Yeah, that's right. When I was gone wrapping the pipes, I was a field tech and uh, you did go out Um and do yeah. the tyke with Colby, didn't you? Yeah. He wasn't all that keen at that time, but he's, he learned. Well, he's definitely keen now. So they lost that big game last night, and I was curious because he's quite a competitive little fella. Um, he was pretty down last night, which all of them were, which it sucked. But uh, <laughs> today he got home from school and shot pucks basically the entire night. And um, you could just tell that it kind of lit a fire in him. And, you know, sometimes losing ain't all that bad. Um, you can use it for good. Uh, uh, but he's right into her. But now he can put the headphones in and listen to music while he shoots pucks. And I think back in the day, it's like, geez, if I could listen to music while I was doing all the road hockey I'd do, maybe I would have done it even more than I did, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, you got to learn to lose before you really learn to win. Actually. Right. No, it's true. Uh, it's a hundred percent true, but yeah, like that, the, the fellas there, they have won. Um, and like, they get it. Um, yeah. and they, they ran into a good team. They lost a couple of games in overtime, but like then that loss can 
even if you never play that same team again, it inspires each of you to try and get better, right? That's hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid uh, in minor hockey, we well, it's the same here now. You have your first year, second year kids. Like when you played, you had one like, year altogether. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd always get thumped our first year. Like really thumped. Because so you had one strong age group and then one good age group. Yeah, well, because you all had uh, you didn't have very many second year players, right? Till mm-hmm. when you were your first year. So, but getting thumped sure made you the next year. Uh, I I don't want to get thumped, and you you try harder. It's funny how that works. I find it interesting where you see the size of certain towns around here, and. Some towns don't have good minor hockey programs. Their teams aren't good in every age group. And it's kind of weird. And concurrents are typically very strong, right? Yeah. We've got a we got a lot of kids in the program too. That's that makes a difference. So there's more competition for the kids. For those I I mean, like I'm not trying to be mean, Godrich, but like your minor hockey teams aren't good and it's like your town's the same size as ours like what are you doing right like uh i know there's all different ways there's yeah different programs and how well it's just how things are run and who's in charge i don't know i don't know all the ins and outs of it i just like coaching the kids right and you did that a lot of times right that's a another way we know each other is um when I moved back to town and before I got into coaching, I still remember this certain things stick with me. Um, but I was with you and I believe it was after the last Ken McCormick game we had played together and we're, do- we're at the dance or something was happening. It was a stag and doe, some function that we're at a dance and um, your former players were coming up to you and Dave Burroughs, right? And they were coming up and giving you guys hugs and handshakes and they were still your boys. And now they were like grownups playing junior hockey or for the Bulldogs. And you were like, yeah, that's one of my guys. Yeah. That's one of my guys. And now I, I have that now around town. I have the guys coming up to me at Canadian tire or home hardware and it's the coolest thing ever. Right. I, I didn't really teach them all that well because I said to them, over the years, I'm going to make them the best old timers hockey players around. <laughs> Ready? Ready? Well, you are the best old timer around, so. <laughs> and uh, well, I teach them the sauce, saucer pass. <laughs> uh, you can you don't be buying me a beer, you know, like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I did see the connection that you had with those kids, right? But you are a big fan of the saucer pass, aren't you? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. And here's a tale, right? So was there not a time where you were at a hockey match and were pulled out of the crowd to take one shot from center ice into that tiny little hole in the net and you put on the perfect sauce? Is that not true? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, Dan McFadden, I told him it was his ticket. He didn't want to shoot. Shed guy Garrett McFadden's dad, folks, just so we're all on the same page, right? Who was already a captain in the East Coast in like his first year or something. So 
he's just a captain again somewhere else, right? Yeah, well, I coached Dan in junior. I coached the Walkert and Blackhawks, and he played for me when he was a 16-year-old and taught him the saucer pass. So then when his <laughs> kids move here, I coach them and teach them the saucer pass too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if, if you're not teaching them the saucer pass, how are they going to learn, right? Well, uh, you got to go heel well, right to the toe, right? Yeah, and put the wrist on it, but uh, <laughs> but sometimes I, you got to go gentle wrist, maybe a bit stiff. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing about it too is, I want I wanted to make that shot. I actually did. I wanted to make it. I had to make it because of all the kids they taught the saucer pass to. Well, that's a lot of pressure. So you had to go out to center ice, though, and is it? It's not even your stick. Oh, it's, not, two- it's not isn't you you didn't take your stick and your curve and your pattern to the rink that night, did you? The two by four. It felt like a two by four, but I said this isn't gonna bother. <laughs> Is that right? You can just make it happen with any stick, eh? I put the vision on and yeah, wanted to do it. And yeah, yeah. Went, and you just made the perfect shot and it went right in there. And then what did you win? Ten grand. Ten grand. They didn't know who they were picking out of the crowd that night, eh? No, they didn't. No. Sauce pass expert and teacher for decades. Yeah. <laughs> when I played senior hockey in Stratford, there's a guy, Dan Sagan. He played in Vancouver and, you know, back in the day. He was really, really nice player and uh, centerman. And he was doing all stuff, and I just kind of picked up on well, your guys' sticks and everything back then would have been different, right? It wouldn't have been like the sticks they got nowadays. Oh, nothing like now, no. But the pass must have been an art. It was definitely more difficult, but yet you just, like anything, you you work on it. You it's part of your uh, part of your arsenal. Yeah, everybody's got their toolbox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it interesting watching you work with wood. You know that? That's a that's an art form there too. Yeah, that you work at. Well, you know what the ten thousand hour rule is. Something that is that make commit you can be world class. Yeah, if you uh, uh, work on a violin for ten thousand hours, you could you probably be a pro at it, and you just it's just. It, does it take you five years to put your 10,000 hours in or not? It's the shorter time frame that you do it in. Um, you know, what's embarrassing is. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. How many, I don't know how many hours I've put in the shed out here already. <laughs> <laughs> I've put in a couple, yeah. um, but like, um, I do feel like I'm, I'm trying to improve at it. Right. And, um, but like, I just had on four kids um, from different areas of the world, and uh, we were ranked seventh in podcasts in the world in hockey uh, in the UK. So I thought that was pretty neat, right? It's not about the hockey journey you've ar- you already had, and it's not about all the NHL stars. It's about the people. Yeah. Right. Sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, and hockey. There's tales in every league, and they're all different, right? Yeah. Just such a diversified group of people, you know, the different types that play the game and 
and the people that are involved in the game that never played either because it is a great why it's like i just had on the bus driver the manchester storm the match night announcer um i've had linesman refs on it takes everybody to put on the game right yeah like uh like the man like just everybody yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it does. Um, so another way we know each other, okay, because I am standing in my shed right now, right beside here, right where there's been discussions of trying to put a urinal right out the back here is the tree house. Yeah, the tree fort. Isn't that cool? And you built that for us. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Well, that was repurposed wood from Benny and Sam's old tree house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we had to take it down. And yeah. And then I do a lot of the stuff. So I've got a lot of extra stuff kicking around. And why not use it? Well, it it's a game changer, right? It's, uh, it's yeah. memories and it's fun. And, uh, that's why I couldn't wait to have you on tonight is because you know exactly what fun is and um, you know how to make memories, right? You know how to, <laughs> yeah, like building that for the kids. And I see them out there with their friends and just that they have it, right? Like it's it's pretty neat. And I still remember the day you walked back there and we just got this random stack of different pieces of wood. And you looked at the three trees sitting there and then you like figured it all out in your brain. And then you built it with me holding stuff for you. And, you know, because I could build tables out of dump wood. Um, But you did build that out just looking at three trees. You just brought random wood over. And then the way it looks now is like, geez, that's you the 10,000 hour rule, I guess. <laughs> Uh, we didn't have to get that uh, drafted up with all the straight, you know, the and engineered. We didn't get an engineered either, did we? Wow, that's my other part of the world, right? I could have got you an engineered drawing of exactly where everything went, right? But skip <laughs> that. Bro. But we did, yeah. We you just made it happen, right? <laughs> it was it was pretty neat going through that experience with you. <laughs> Oh gosh, fun times, right? Uh, okay. So, did you coach? I've been seeing them around the rinks because you always see the same people around the rinks in town. Did you coach quite a bit with Dave Burroughs then? Because he's a dandy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did uh, a lot of. Well, the Brett and Ben are the same age, so you know, you kind of tag along, and then Mitch, Mitch and Sam are the same age. But we cross paths quite a bit. I gotcha. I think, and Brett's been playing for the Wolves a bit, right? And they're heading into their second round in the semifinals against Port Elgin. Big Matt, big, big series. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're yeah, going skiing up in Beaver in the weekend, so I can't be taking any games. And my sister's home from Boston, so. So you just play hockey and go skiing at 65, A. Eh? You just got to stay active, right? Uh, I'm not actually going to do much skiing. <laughs> I under, I understand. I understand. Okay. 
Here's the question then. Um, where and what do you do it now? That's what I always ask people. Uh, You're just in town here in Concordia. You're like four minutes away. That's one thing, right? Yeah. I'm uh, installing cabinets for home hardware and backsplash. Just You're still doing that, eh? Yeah. I don't make stuff much anymore. Just I just soon install. Yeah. The, the cabinets are made in Winnipeg. It's a good deal. They're made in Canada, which is nice. Yeah. And then, so um, you're doing that and then you're playing hockey and, you know, you're going on ski trips without skis. <laughs> um, well, that's another way we know each other is we went on a golf trip together, right? With my old man. Yep. Yeah. Schoolhouse. Schoolhouse Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a fun weekend though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before all crap hit the fan. The good nice. old days. The good old days. Okay. So growing up in Teeswater, how'd you get into hockey? Uh my dad, he was a baker and he played a bit. And he'd see that there'd be uh, the kids that come in with their dads and the farm boys never played much back in those days. Right. And he got ice on the Monday and said to them, well, they can walk to the rink after school and then I'll take them home. So that got a lot more kids involved in the game. Because they got the ride home and they could get there or get home after school. Yeah. 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 I remember my old man, wanted to play hockey yep. but he didn't have the ride and he was a farm boy that's exactly it and my dad provided that there's kids that never would have played if he didn't do that that's pretty cool yeah and then uh well when my younger sister was well midget age uh the waa wanted to start this girls baseball league and I went to the guy and said that I want to enter a team in this baseball league. And he said, well, there's no money for girls baseball to buy the equipment and everything. So I said, oh, okay. Turned around, walked down the street to the hardware store and told him I needed uh, catcher stuff, all bats, balls, all that, and charge it to the recreation. And I went to the meeting that night and put them in. So we had girls baseball. They never ever said a word to me about it. <laughs> no, that's well, it needs people to start stuff, right? Um, to see where girls hockey is now, and uh, that I am coaching an under nine girls house league team, and it's as real as hockey gets. Um, and that there's two teams and under nine girls just in Concordia here. That's crazy, right? And they, I guess, they needed people to get them started, right? Like that was in the mid. Yeah, he said, yeah, there's no money for girls baseball. I didn't argue with him. I said, fine. And went and did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to get pushed in the right direction sometimes, right? <laughs> uh, so um, I'm pretty cool. Like, I was really glad I did that. And I was I wasn't like, I was. What, how, yeah. How old are you when you're doing that? 17 really yeah 
Yeah. Um, so growing up in Teeswater, are is there a Teeswater team? Was there a Teeswater arena? Like where are you playing out of? We had a, we had a rink. Why I uh, got extra ice time on the mill pond. I lived right on the mill pond. So, so that's an outdoor rink. Well, when it froze over, like pond, like the mill pond. Right. Actually, it didn't snow. If it didn't snow and it froze quick, it did this the odd year. You could see the trout underneath because the uh, ice was clear. Jeez, that would have been you and your just your glory, eh? Hockey with fishing, my word. <laughs> well, you could chase, like you could see them too. It was pretty neat. <laughs> Well, you got you got to get out there in the world to see stuff, right? Well, it's called black ice, and that that one year, um, a buddy of mine I grew up with, Myron McKee, and his brothers had uh, spread out a beekeeping business, and we did a lot of that, like helped them with that. And anyways, he's out there jumping up and down in the middle of the, trying to break through the ice, and I. Well, his nickname was Bugsy. You go, Bugsy, what are you doing? Like, you really don't want to break through here. <laughs> but luckily, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys won it in Pee Wee and Bantam, but how do you end up getting to the Sugar Kings? Well, I played, uh, then I played junior in, in Hanover for the Barons. And that's junior C. So how old are you when you're doing that? Um, well, my first year midget. Like 15? 15, yeah. And, yeah, and then uh, the next year, actually, I tried out in Elmira, but they raised the age of junior that year. So Drexler and all those guys got to stay the extra year. Hmm. Yeah, which is, that's the way it goes. Well, it's interesting how, like, you talk around with people in the shed. There's a lot of guys that, like, grow up in a town, and they get to that 15 or 16 years old, and they're trying out for junior. And if their hometown team didn't take them, it changes their whole course, right? Because they still wanted to play junior, and their buddies were going junior. And then all of a sudden, they end up with a different team, and I th- I'm pretty sure a lot of them kind of resent their hometown. Their hometown's like, why'd that guy ever leave? Why'd he go? Right? And it's it's crazy. Well, Teeswater did have uh, it... Teeswater so uh, Hanover, but then that second year I was down and pretty close to making it. Um, and my best friend got killed in a car accident. So, interested in playing. <laughs> Plus, I would have vetoed Tim. So I don't think that was really going to happen. Your best, and, your best friend was killed in a car accident when you were how old? And I, there was, I played. You game. cut, you cut out there. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, um, I had the two games. There was a. Friday, Saturday, Sunday game to play, and I, I don't, I don't even know why I bothered showing up. I was so mentally out of it, it was ridiculous. I, uh, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. okay. It, it was, yeah. 
beat no Tim Sittler, so I probably wouldn't have happened. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it bring back memories talking about this stuff from so long ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, you do end up going to the Sugar Kings, right? Why Elmira? Yeah, the next year when, uh, like, there wasn't many guys left, you know, because a lot of them were overagers then, and they're kind of scrambling for players, too. Oh, don't sell yourself short, Dino. They wanted you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. But why yeah. Elmira? Why would you go there instead of other teams? Well, actually, uh, my dad uh, read the Kitchener record religiously. And Elmira had played Owen Sound great that uh, one year. And he really liked how Foiler handled himself and thought, you know what, why don't you? And I had tried out an Owen Sound. Uh, he says, you know what, that'd be a good place to go. And really, uh, Elmira's only an hour away from Teeswater. Yeah, well, it's not far. Yeah, but you know what's hilarious? When I... I'm in Elmira and people ask where you're from. And I'd say Teeswater. And they go, they wouldn't know where it was. And then I get as far away as Owen Sound or like Godridge and that. And one day, jokingly, I said, well, Formosa. Oh, yeah, I know where that is. Used to go up there when the beer strike was on to get beer. Well, it was 10 minutes from my house. Beer strike? (laughs) Beer strike. Yeah, back in the late 60s, early 70s, you used to have beer strikes. That was very traumatic. That would beer be. Strikes. Beer strikes. Yeah. Jeepers. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the one day, uh, so the beer trucks coming down the road where I lived, you could see quite a ways. And we had a big garden and my dad's out there and he sees the beer truck. So <laughs> he. What do you do? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> I couldn't imagine there being a beer truck and then like you were you weren't allowed to have beer. Like <laughs> how would oh, you have a shed? They weren't union. For most it wasn't union, so they could still make beer. They were an independent brewery. For most of spring ales or spring uh brewery. And uh so they could still brew beer, so they're still delivering it. And the trucks, I can still remember they're gray and white. And uh, he saw the truck coming. So he lays down across the road and the guy pulls over. He says, you okay? Dad gets up and goes, yeah. Can I get a case of beer? No, get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty. Uh... But anyways, people knew most it was, and then they knew where Teeswater was. Right. And like not many people know where Teeswater is, right? Uh, well, no, it's a little out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's even like concurrent, right? Like we're, it's like one of my buddies from the city was coming out here. And he goes, man, I got like halfway here. And I was like, he's really out there. <laughs> it's way over, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're out here. Yeah. But it's nice to be out here, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I really like. I like being out here more than being in there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I was down Sam actually house, and I said, well, get a fixer-upper, you know. But I should have stipulated the amount of fixer-upper should have <laughs> been on it. 
So, and it was in Waterloo. And uh, it's just different working in the city from what I'm used to. Oh, it would be totally different. Everything would be is different in this the city compared to like what goes on around here. To be honest with you, it is totally yeah. different. I don't even. Yeah. Once you get used to it, it's hard to go back to that, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, which so thank you for getting me started in this town because you know it wasn't going that well at the start when I didn't know anybody and. You get me started with working. I met so many people, the old stars, and then Holt plays on the old stars. Who's been to the shed? Yeah, Na- named the podcast Two Ls and Hockey Tales. Um, all the different things, right? And it was you getting me started. Um, is how everything has worked out in this town. Was you getting me up off my ass and getting me going? So thank you, sir. Okay. Last yeah. night, last nice thing I'm saying to you tonight. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what slap the bag is? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Um. Anyways, um, we I I have been coming to Concord my whole life, right? Um, people may not know that, but and you've always been a connection, right? We've always been having our fun nights. Um, when you were hanging out with my parents and. Uh, Slap the bag was a fun night, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually first experience of the slap the bag. Yeah, yeah, I had never seen it. I don't think, yeah, I guess that's maybe it's a thing now, right? I don't know. <laughs> I think it caught, it caught on, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah. sold a box of wine after it anyway. Yeah, no, that was quite the night, right? <laughs> Uh, and another fun night was old boys right 2018 the one that Mm -hmm. just happened i was actually here for the time before i had to go to germany and run around a track and i hated it i hated every second of it i ran 400 meters like 30 times a day and they're all timed it was the worst experience ever for a summer and everybody else was dressed up like who knows what in concurrent having fun and i should have been there you know Captain Cellophane. There's that. The what? Captain Cellophane. Oh, just that, right? Just. Cellophane, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Like, that was it. Just wrapped in saran wrap or whatever it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just straight naked. Like, and just walking around town. I think things have changed totally, right? Uh, Like, I, and I think a lot of that might have to do with cell phones, but. People used to walk around the shirt tail, I think, a bit more freer, right? Well, the authorities have taken a lot of fun out of it, you know. Well, and and phones, you probably wouldn't want to walk around the way some people were if people were videoing it, right? (laughs) I remember going to the Tiverton one way back when, when I was, like, younger to be really participating, and uh, seeing some things, I was like, wow, this is quite interesting. <laughs> this is going on, right? Oh, that, the Shirt Hill Parades, that's, that's a Bruce County thing, eh? Is it only in Bruce County? Because it is so fun. That 2018 one was epic, you could say. Pretty much. The first one I remember, Teeth Water had them. They, they're on the nines, like 69, 79, you know. 
And the first one was 69. And then, of course, I was in the 79 one. But uh, Bruce County, they were back in the day, a lot of people, they had to leave to uh, have a job. So they go out west to work. And parents want them to come home. So each community, like Cargill, Pinkerton, Chepstow, Walkerton, Teeswater, Malmey, they would have their year. And that's when people would make a point of coming home. And it was every 10 years. And, and it's so cool that it actually happens. And the the one in Concordia in 2018, when like, you could tell everybody that had a tie to the town, like comes back and makes a point to come back and make it what it is. It was yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and well, I think it was 1909 in Teeswater. They, you know, you can imagine the fun times they're having. And then they got thinking, well, I guess they want to dress up like a woman or whatever and parade around town. And that's how I, basically the shirt tail parade got going. <laughs> the shirt tail parade got started in Teeswater in 1909. Well, but I'm not going to say it's necessarily just Teeswater, but that's the area. Yeah. That's well, it got real carried. I'd say the two thousand, the oh eight one. Yeah, I heard. I saw pictures and some things that went on in that one, that were outrageous. I I don't know about ninety eight. Right, would have been the other concurred one. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Two thousand eighteen was a fun time for me. I I I was. I had a great time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because that's your right kind of your first one too so you remember those like been to a few quite a few of them in a well lot and of like towns, when you yeah. actually kind of feel like you're a part of it you live in the town and you know some people um i i think it'd be even totally way more different this time compared to last time um i was just getting started in town now now with all the hockey and all the kids stuff like how many people you know if you had an event like that it's yeah. just funny because you see people dressed up in such outrageous outfits and like that's the chiropractor in town that's the doctor in town that's the nurse in town that's the teachers everybody just lets their hair down and has fun right and fun is fun good work concarden <laughs> uh the the cops kind of take it the wrong way i think they should just park outside of town and let let <laughs> let the town have at it <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> they did try to clamp down a bit last time didn't they uh yeah it was really Different. over the, it was yeah kind of over the top and yeah. then what you know the, the cost to like that you're paying you have to pay them so well it'd be interesting too like if you can get all the volunteers back for after all the baloney because it takes a lot of volunteers to make all that stuff happen oh a lot of man hours holy moly yeah 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 and we put a lot of stuff on in town too like the pipe band stuff like so those volunteers work on that <clears throat> you know they're doing that year in year out so to to do that every 10 years isn't bad so your next one the kids you're coaching now, they're going to be running around in it. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah, no. Yeah. 
It's wild to think. That's what, that's the fun part. That's why you're. Well, that's what being a, like, then that's why when I talk about being in the city or being out here, I'd rather be out here where it's a community. It's a town. And like those kids, I'm going to see them again and we're going to see each other around. And it's like, you go to those, sorry, folks that are listening, but you go to cities. Yeah. You don't get that. You don't, you, you don't have that community feel. You don't see the same kids around. You don't go to a dance and you know, everybody there, right? Like Kincardin's very much how I grew up in Elmira. And I don't think Elmira has as much of this as they did when I grew up there. No, bigger places get right. The more spread it out, get the more spread out it is. So when I go to Elmira now, it's not the small town family feel as that, like, you know, I don't know, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, well, I lived with Ken Sealing and Kathy for a couple of years, too. And he was mayor. And I had said to him the one time about how, you know, it, it's a bedroom community. And he goes, yeah, but when, when people do have the kids and then they, they get in rooted in the community that way. Oh, which yeah. does, does that, happen. That is what gets you in rooted, though, is being part of all the kids stuff and being into it. Yeah, it's having kids is what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, you're right. So uh, you did, here's your question. Do you guys play, you played in the same arena that I would have in Elmira? Uh, yeah, the old one. Yeah. So what but, was before that one? Do you know? I don't know. That, that was there a long time. Okay. Our dressing room was in the uh, corner. Bo- the The curve of the boards was in our dressing room. You wouldn't have experienced that, I don't think. No. Yeah. No. That was kind of neat. I don't know why we moved out of there, actually. <laughs> we had to fit more people in when we started winning, Dino. <laughs> uh, hey. Some of those games, man, when I was a kid, watched Rob Collins and Brandon Dietrich and Derek Hahn, all those shed guys play. And like there were people hanging off rafters and the whole building was packed and you show up to a game and there's a lineup around the building. And that was the talk of the town. Like for me as a young buck, seeing that it changed me as a person and seeing what winning can do to a town. And then I was lucky enough to experience it in my hometown and then other places. And like winning does change towns. It changes people's experiences it brings people memories for life it's a very important thing you know well unfortunately like my first year you know Myra was the first year Stratford came into the league oh those Colletons yeah they kind of they were yeah. we had a good crack at them our last year but still didn't manage to pull it off so yeah <laughs> Oh, it's all it's all fun though, right? It's weird yeah. for me to think of that that league, and now you hear like there's no scholarships really out of that league, and it's tough to hear because you see all these kids growing up, and I'm seeing kids around here, and you see some kids that got some talent that might be able to do some things, and you're like, so you got to move how far away from home to go chase it? It's like why? <laughs> like, yeah, well. Stratford that really got that going, right? 
And even like you know, even previous to that, the Owen Sound Graves, they had uh, the B line called Bill Buckton, Bill Burlington, and uh, Billy Bishop. It was the oh, B line. All B's. Yeah, yeah. They called it the B line for good reason. And but uh, back actually, when you're playing, nobody knows about the NCAA or getting scholarships or getting a pipeline there, right? Nobody knows about the league. Yeah, but Billy Buckton, like all three of those guys got scholarships. And that was like real, like in the late 60s, early 70s. And then I actually end up playing uh, with Billy Burlington uh, with the Durham Huskies, which was uh, pretty good fun. This is Brand before they were the Thundercats? Oh, wait. Yeah, before that. Yeah. See, I'm before a lot of stuff, right? Right. No, I know. And I was at, I, my career seemed to be at the stage where all the arenas that were built were getting redone and the new ones were coming, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, like Bill Buckton, he up in Port Elgin ran the hockey schools, did a lot of stuff there over the years, but he, his scholarship, uh, uh, and it kind of grew from that, but Stratford really latched onto it. You know, they well, they were it. pumping out kids. I remember it. Yeah. And yeah. well, like, and that's how I got inspired. Right. Was so for me was I would go to the Elmire Shuriking games and I wanted to be an Elmire Shuriking. And then I saw them winning and it brought our whole high school there. It brought all our friends there. It brought all our families there. Everybody was coming to watch these games because they were winning. And then when I became a Shuriking, they then take me to NCAA games and I get to see my heroes, Brandon Dietrich and Rob Collins play in the NCAA on those trips. They'd take us on and I'd see what it was like and what they were doing. And then it was like, good gosh, I want to do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really nice when you see it, you have to see it right. To really believe it. Yeah. That you can do it. Right. You have to see it and feel like you can do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's the best thing I think the Shurikings ever did was take us to those NCAA games and see former Shurikings play games there. And then they did that for the teams when I was there. And I remember the Shurikings came to Western Michigan to see me play. And it was a huge night for me because I wanted to play good. And um, did like you? I knew. Well, we played like the top five team in the country, Cornell, I think. And I think we. I did go top cheese on David Lenevue. Yeah, I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they might have came twice. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I do remember that one time going top glove on him with Cordell and the, the Sure Kings were watching. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, you yeah. know, it's well, because you remember when you're playing that game, you're thinking about how cool it was when you were on the Sure Kings watching Rob Collins play at Ferris State with Chris Kunitz and watching them dominate, and then you watch Brandon Dietrich come out and warm up and skate around in St. Lawrence, and you're like, holy shit, like, that is so cool, right? Yeah. Well, it was kind of, you know, kind of fun uh, when Kyle Quincy was playing uh, with Mississauga. Uh, we'd take the kids down and watch them, like uh, Garrett McFadden. And it was good for like to see him 
because he was the type of kid that he had that push. You knew he had it. Uh, well, another one was Dan Snyder. And oh, it, actually, yeah. because I knew you're coming on tonight, Dino. And I walk into my kid's room and I'm putting him to bed tonight. And he's got all his hockey cards out. Check that out. That was at the top of the pile. Dan Snyder playing for the Atlanta Thrashers. That one. Uh, that's similar, but no, that's not the same one. That one? Isn't that something? Yeah. No, that's not it either. I have a he, how long did he play? Only one year, wasn't it? And then it happened, right? Well, he didn't really get his full year in, unfortunately. And we have different cards of him being on that team. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that is the new arena, folks. Is named after Dan Snyder, and he's from Elmira, Ontario. And yeah. uh, I got to skate with him. And um, his dad was my general manager with the Elmira Sugar Kings, right? It's a small world. I played. Three different senior Graham. Three different what? Three different senior teams with Graham. What uh, position was he? Is he a goalie? Uh, he started out a goal. I mean, he started out a goal. He switched. He was a kid, yeah. Yeah, he's, then he went out. Thought he wanted to be kind of a goal scorer, I think. Oh, yeah? <laughs> was he good? Pretty good around the net. Well, when Dance again setting him up, that helps. But uh, yeah, I played uh, with him in Stratford, and then uh, up in Durham. When I moved back to Teeswater, I switched over to Durham, and then I uh, played in Palmerston, and he played there too. So we played on three different senior teams. <laughs> Isn't it a small world, right? And he's my GM while I'm there, and uh, yeah. Small world, and then I had I saw I see that hockey card, but I'm putting Colby to bed tonight, and I'm like I'm having Dino on, and that's a tie to Graham, and uh, yeah, it, um, people yeah. like that though from your your hometown, like Jamie Wright too, um, that played the World Juniors for Team Canada and made the NHL. Yeah. You see people from your hometown do it, it makes you think that like it can actually happen right absolutely and uh like when i my first year rick ceiling played with thin cups and they won the memorial cup that year and you know it's kind of funny he'd, he'd come out for a couple of practices and we'd be doing drills and stuff like that and well i'm keeping like i don't seem to have a problem keeping up with him or doing anything right yeah, no, I know. Sometimes it get weird that way. Yeah, yeah, and and when you're watching them in the big rink and all the fans and everything, there's no way I can do this until you know you get on the ice and realize, you know, actually I can do this. <laughs> oh yeah, you just yeah, you got to get and you got to get used to it too. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the kids now, the balls they got, they just go out there for their first games, go out there and put it between their legs and flip it up in the air and do all the stuff. It's like. Back in the day, when you, if you'd get your first game somewhere, you'd be so nervous and so, I don't know, at least I was. Um, yeah. But the co there's a lot more confidence out there than I guess what I had back in the day, you know? Very and that's what I was lacking, though. I, I didn't believe I could do it. I didn't believe deep down I had it. And uh, 
I guess that's right. But the reason I put that puck in that little wee hole. It's because you believed you were going to do it. I do. I, I knew I could do this. I, I know. And and when you believe something, it can happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's a, a mental part of the game is, I think, the wildest thing. And the most, when I was coming up, was the thing that was never used. And I don't think it still is. But, like, when you believe you could do stuff. Yeah. You can yeah. do it. It's like when I think I can get chocolate thrown in the ice in Manchester, England, when every time the Manchester storm win, because I talk to people in my shed, it's because I believe I can do it. And it actually happens. Every time the Manchester storm win in the UK, Dino, they throw chocolate on the ice and certain chocolates for certain players because they come to the shed and they're shed guys. That's neat, right? Your sales must jump up. So you must, yeah. Uh, it's, you should uh, cut a deal with them. What, the chocolate companies? I don't have a marketing team or anything. I got Jake in charge of that. He's a, he's a fella in Manchester that takes care of marketing for me. Um, I'm hoping they'll contact Jake. Um, it's, his name's Jake Edwards, folks. Um, he's, director of marketing right <laughs> but yeah you're right <laughs> yeah you're right you never top of the mountain man um so i don't know where we are here because just got random stuff written down here but um i think we should talk about coaching the kids and what it's meant to you over the years. Like you, you, you've got some bonds with some kids around town, right? And you were right into it. You were even on the committee and all sorts of stuff. I was on the executive and uh, yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of, but you know, it's the old story. You look at it, you go, how'd you, you know, you do it, but you just do it. Like you, uh, you show up, you do your stuff and you want to do it. And, uh, not, with you by the way <laughs> what's that everybody agrees with you by the way on what you think and you know what you do but uh my my take on it is like i said i'm gonna develop make you guys the best old timers hockey players around because <laughs> playing it <laughs> uh, yeah i i hear you um yeah, yeah. it's and minor hockey is an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, some of the meetings over the years and how, uh, what type of pressures they put on their, uh, on their kids. Uh, it's really not fair to them I, because they don't realize how tough it is to make it. Uh, not that I made it. I did. I did. Okay. I played some pretty good hockey. Um, but it's, it's such a different dedication. Like you said, you're, you're running that 400 and you didn't really want to be even doing it, but you're doing it. But you oh, really I was doing it. Yeah. But like, it's not even that it's like when I, when the research team gets hot doing this stuff and I I'll see where a kid played minor hockey and he's wherever now, um, yeah. you click on that 
that Toronto AAA spring team, that Toronto AAA, um, whatever team it was, where you guys all thought you're going places. Yeah. None of those names I know. I don't know anybody on your minor hockey teams. So just relax and yep. enjoy the ride. And it's supposed to be for the kids and it's supposed to be fun. Um, and if it's up to the kid, if the kid wants to make it, well, he, that's he, right. Oh, yeah. That's like, you know, actually, uh, Kevin Quincy, Kyle's younger brother, you know what? He's, he's a better player. They're younger. And well, Mark- but everybody does things at different ages and they everybody does different things and it's how bad you want it, how much you're into it. There's so many different factors that goes on in kids' yeah. lives, people's lives that what they're going to do, right? But the thing is, Marty had this, you know, 100 shots a day. Well, Kevin would shoot exactly 100 shots and then and stop. Stop where Kyle would shoot maybe 300. So what's interesting for me is my parents never once told me how many pucks to shoot ever. They never, ever did. They signed me up for hockey when I was three years old and I played hockey and I wanted to get better at it because I wanted to be the best and I wanted to do good. And I want to do that for my team and all the fellas. But like then last night when Colby's team lost and he came home from school and he's like, can I use your headphones? And he went out to the garage with headphones on. And like, I I didn't keep track how many pucks he shot. I don't think he kept track how many pucks he shot. But when I told him it was time to come in, he was like, can I please have 10 more minutes? Can I please have, have 20 more minutes? And I'm like, dude, I told you that 20 minutes ago. That's when you get better. Like, not when someone told you you had to take 100 shots. So parents... Why don't you enjoy minor hockey? <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, that's where... If anybody's listening to me in my shed, which none of you are, why don't you have fun? But then winning's fun. And you know what? If people are having fun, they're going to try and get better. Then they're going to try and win. <laughs> yeah, but you know, oh, for Kevin. So Kevin comes up here, going to play with the Bulldogs, but uh, uh, Paul Zippel, who's Jamie Zippel, who got him like he ended up going over to Walker and then, which was fine, worked out well for him. Uh, Willie Dales uh, signed him up on a apprentice program. He's an electrician. He's got his own business going now and uh, got married, has a couple kids, and life's good for him. You know, everybody's got a different path, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Kevin, it's it's not about how far you go in hockey. It's about the teammate you were and what those guys you played with are willing to do for you because you're teammates and they do help each other throughout life. I've seen it around here. I wasn't part of this community. People don't know me, uh, but you see the hockey people helping each other. Um, You see it everywhere, right? Yeah. Well, that's where it's funny. Uh, Graham Snyder's sister, Jenny, and I are exactly the same age. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, so he sends me an email wishing me a, a be, welcome to the old geezers uh, club, <laughs> which is 
awesome. <laughs> and then another buddy, Randy Miller, that I played with in Stratford. He's from uh, Clinton, and uh, I haven't talked to him in a long time. And uh, I know I'm going to – I said, well, i got to get together, do lunch or something, and it'll be like we saw each other every day uh, for the last 20 years. Well, and that's exactly – what i'm doing here right it's like all these people i've met all over the place and then you don't ever get to see them again i just went a little further places like different countries and met different people in different places but everybody around here is having the same hockey journey you're meeting different people you're meeting different families you're learning from each other um you yeah. know if yeah. you're doing it right yeah, you know, it's uh it's a good thing. It is a good thing. Fun. It is. Um you're right. Um well, let's see here. What else do you got for me? You got any questions for me? Uh are you, I got, are you huh? Are you ever gonna referee? No. <laughs> <laughs> would you uh well actually i ref when i was a kid and uh i was refing a teeswater wingham game and i was going to high school in wingham my drafting teacher uh son was on the wingham team and he wanted to talk to me after school so i that's the year before I went to Elmira and he, uh, he was telling me how I should rap. It was my drafting teacher. Telling and you how to ref. Yeah. How I should do things. Calls me in after school and yeah. Well, that, and yeah. People telling you how to do stuff well isn't always fun, right? <laughs> it's like with what I get to do out here. It's like, nobody gets to tell me who to talk to when to talk to them, how to talk to them. And it feels nice, which I should shout out my, my sponsor, Black Kite Couriers <laughs> from the UK. We haven't done any I's across any T's, but we're on the same team and, and we, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, but I'm going to pause it so I can take a pee because I still got to ask you about your poster picks. One second. Yeah. Game back on. I peed. He's got a beer. Okay. Poster picks. Your Sugar King 1970-whatever picture, okay? I always talk about hockey stance, how it matters. You're making my back sore by bending over too far. You're not bending your knees and your butt's not down. Who? What's going on there? Well, hey. Huh? Oh, uh, there's actually, if you look real close, there's actually no ice there. I don't care. You're taking a hockey photo. Act like you know how to do it. Uh, we had the guy from the Concord named Independent, Quincy and I, and we wanted our own. So we got him to do it, but there's no ice in the arena. So it... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you, though, like your hockey stance was not up to par. Okay. You bent over like it looked like your back was sore. Like if you're getting ready to play hockey, that's not how you do it. Well, I couldn't do the 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 stop right because there's no light. No, I mean just stand there, 
like you're going to play hockey. Hockey stance. I mean your hockey stance. Like stand there in the tripod like you're ready to go and nobody's going to knock you over. <laughs> you know? Okay. Well, no ice. Well, I'd like to see your hockey stance. Next time you come to my Wally Skills Day around here, I want to see your hockey stance, okay? Because <laughs> I did that with all the kids around here when I did. <laughs> I have a really stars i should have i never thought of that one did you know that i i did skills days sometime it was like around christmas or something i had in three hours or so of ice time i had like 50 something kids show up and i yeah it's pretty right neat on. yeah we worked on our hockey stances it was fun okay who is the picture of you and three other fellas giggling oh uh Craig Lindsay, who I grew up with in Teeswater, and Al Howe from Paisley, and Clark Aiken from Concarden. Old buddies that I don't see that often. The four of us hadn't been together in, oh, I don't know, got to be 20 years. And last summer we got together, and that was uh, the selfie we took. Well, it's pretty cool. And then when you talk about that, and like I hear the stuff over there, it's like, there's a Paisley, there's a Concarden. I bet you there's a Teeswater somewhere. And all these towns exist across the pond where most of these folks are listed, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, man. They're probably like, oh, they got all the same towns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I threw on the Ken McCormick picture because we did play hockey again together again one more time, right? At this last one. And it was the last Ken McCormick, which um I never did have the pleasure to know him, but I know Dan, his brother, who's my neighbor, two houses down, and he's one of the best people I've met. Um, and so is his wife and his kids. And it's like I can't imagine what the brother was like because you know, with what Dan's got as a family, I'm sure he was also a fantastic person and uh that i got to be a part of that and part of that tradition of play the last game and play with you pretty neat right and uh we had the the kings in town right before the bulldogs the senior team <clears throat> and uh i ended up having to coach and manage because not a lot of people were were involved uh and then guys didn't want to play, didn't want to go to Wyerton on a Friday night. So we basically, we had to fold the team. And that's when I gave the, the ice time to Doug Kennedy. And the Bulldogs started then. But Kenny, Kenny played and Ken said to me, oh, come on, let's, let's get the team. We'll keep it going. And I go, ah, it's just, you can't go into places with eight guys all the time. It's too painful and that's how they started the bulldogs was just after that yeah yeah actually broke uh we used to have the halloween dance and we did really well with it like really well and we actually handed them we had we paid all our bills and handed them some cash so well it's like the bulldogs beach volleyball tournament eh? <laughs> that thing makes some money <laughs> yeah which is awesome <laughs> It is. Uh, it's quite the thing that goes on in town. They literally, folks, when the season ends, they would empty the arena 
fill it with sand, the whole arena. And then there's got to be like 200 something volleyball teams that come Thursday to Sunday, run amok, uh, beer gardens, the full deal. And the hockey team gets the money and, uh, Right? That's a pretty yeah. solid setup for everybody. Everybody has fun and fun is fun. Yeah, well they need that to run run their team. Like it it costs a lot of money to run a team. So no, it's good to, to organize that too. That takes a lot of work for those people. It does. It does. It takes a lot of work to make things happen, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. So Next poster pick is you sent me one of you on a bench with Aaron in the backyard. And I've been back there with you before and you got your arm around her and it looks like you just smell a little bit bad. She's just like, she's just, she's just leaning over a little bit. Like, just, just give me a little space, Dean. You're trying to be too much of a romantic right now. Her up pretty good there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but your backyard is like your oasis, isn't it? She has her gardening. She has all of. She she taught me a lot about gardening when I got into that there in before the shed, <laughs> and um, also like you have your shed too, right? <laughs> it's fun. Well, it's the old chicken oak. coop. I got pictures of your kids in the oak tree. Yeah. You have quite the backyard. You have your little oasis and you have two little ponds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have fish in them. I did trout in them. Well, and you, you, are you still got chickens or how are they doing? No, I don't have any chickens anymore. Oh, dear. Uh, didn't make it through the winter? No, Fisher looked after them like a weasel. Mm. Shoot. Yeah, I know. No more fresh eggs, eh? No. I got a I got a storm or weatherproof the the coop. okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next poster pick is uh there you sent me one of like there's a bunch of kids. I don't know what it is. I don't know who they are. I don't know all of them. They're not Sam and Ben. I don't know. There's a picture with a bunch of kids on it. Uh, Maybe. I'm sure. Don't even worry about it. We'll just yeah. move on. Um, okay. Playing for the old stars. You got your arm around two fellas. Yeah, we won the trophy. We won the A division on the weekend. Just recently? Yeah. Really? Yeah. At 65 years old. You know, the first time I played in that tournament was 30 years ago. You just ago. won the A division at 65 years old, Dino. Yeah. I saw you try and muck it up with me in the corner. I thought, I can't believe this guy. I can't believe he actually thinks he's going to get in my way right now. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, we did We did kick your ass that night. Well, absolutely. That Lang, that guy skates way too fast. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, he's pretty quick. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's play. He should be playing senior hockey. He shouldn't be playing with you. Get without us. If I ever skated, he, uh, he should. That guy should be playing senior hockey. Yeah, but he doesn't want to anymore. The body and actually, he's a 
Toronto now. He's a fireman in Toronto. Yeah, downtown. He's doing that. Good hockey players that are firefighters in Toronto. I've never heard of them. Really? (laughs) Um, I bet you. I I bet you. I could. I could put together um, a shed visit of cops and firefighters in the shed. And I think. I wonder if they'd do it. I wonder if all the cops and firefighters I know would come on and chat. I don't know if you do it at the same time with cops and firefighters. No, but... no. They they want to compete, right? Oh, yeah. They want to play <laughs> hockey. <laughs> yeah. But you know that even happens in the UK. I went over. I was it was before a game in Glasgow. I remember seeing cops and firefighters play hockey and they got right into it. I thought, holy moly, it's the same over here. Yeah. Wild, eh? How, uh... You put guys in jerseys, right? They compete like that. It's pretty crazy. Well, especially when they're like families, right? And they would be the cops and firefighters. That's why they get hockey players as they know what it's about. And, uh, (laughs) and then you get them in jerseys and get them to play a sport. (laughs) It's not going to go well, usually, right? Yeah. <laughs> You'd almost have to exercise before that stuff. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, we, uh, yeah, that picture, we, so it was, uh, back then, you had to be 35 to play in the tournament, and I turned 35 the Friday night of that tournament. And you played, played you played in it now for 30 years? I missed some because actually I went back and played with the Wolves. I went back to play senior hockey because I wanted to. Yes. So I, I understand. Did. Yeah. And uh, it was with the Sarnia team, a friend of mine's friend, and I hooked up with them. And you moved around a bit in the hockey world, eh? Yeah, and won it with the Wolves, and that was it because Sam was born, and I thought, well, I better – settle down a little bit and that was 27 years well it'd be 28 years ago now actually how yeah. old are your kids now uh sam will be 28 in end of march ben will be 25 in the uh, middle of may yeah holy moly no i remember going over there and uh yeah they weren't that age. Paintball or like bugging Ben about like the girlfriend getting the backseat of the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thing. Yeah, that uh that was painful, that paintball. I got that one on the inside of the oh, leg. Oh, I... when you get hit by a paintball, it hurts. Oh, on the inside of the leg? Oh. I don't it, well it it's like and like this. I don't know. It's like exciting once. And then it's like, well, I'm not going to be doing that all the time. Why would I want to keep hitting by? It'll be like being a goalie in hockey. Why am I going to keep getting hit by pucks when I don't need to? Yeah. Yeah. Ben's paintball bunker. That was quite a spot. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I remember going, being participating and I was like, well, this, I was at the age where I was like, well, this isn't fun. (laughs) No. Yeah. There's a certain age where that's fun, I guess. Right. Yeah. They were, but you know what? See, that's why I did do it though. Like, you know, we did it, even though you well, you have to when your kids are into something, you got to let them do it, right? 
got to dive in there, you know. You got to you got to dive into it and you always do and uh no, yeah, big fan. Um so another thing you got to do though, which the Walton family mine is going to Panama the first right. week of May. Um so you got to go there with your son, right? And you got to experience it with him at a different age than my kids will be, but um you had fun, right? Yeah, that was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. So and your mother and dad really looked after us. That was good. Yeah, we're going there soon. And I'm pretty excited for the kids to see, I guess, the world, right? Because we've been in Bruce County kind of. Yeah, you got it. We, we came back here after hockey, and I had traveled the world, and Lisa and I had seen everything. And then we came back here and haven't done anything for like seven years. So it's like, it'd be nice for the kids to see something. <laughs> right? You got to get them out. So they, uh, then you, the other part, that's where I was lucky. Like when I moved away at a young, at a young age that I, like, I wasn't really that interested in school because I was going to be a carpenter and I knew what I was going to do. So the hockey was my ticket out and uh, it was good. Like, uh, well, I, I find it very interesting growing up around here and the opportunities that are presented to people. And if you're not like a hockey guy trying to be a hockey guy and that's all you think about and all you do is if you could get into the trades and yeah. you could start your own business like that and if you could do a little bit of business school and have a trade you'd be running your own business in well, a year or two but norm did well i know i'm a yeah. part of it i'm part of the team yeah that's what norm uh like good on him oh you yeah know, yeah do what he did like holy moly no, uh he's a he's a he's a smart cookie and uh I've, I've, I, I know when we met and you, like we were having our connection and you kept saying like, you should really meet Norm. You should really meet Norm. And then when it finally did happen and like, you were right that like we would connect It's like now our meetings are great. We do the business stuff. We figure everything out. And then, and then we get to have a little chat about like, kids minor hockey or whatever it is or his yeah. family and like it, he's he's a shed guy as i would call them and oh, yeah. he he hit him and his company and um everybody there i'm very thankful for how it's all gone and uh i yeah, yeah well, it's almost seven years now well i was like well it was his brother don that i had my shop for 18 years 18 years is that long yeah, I 18 was there. years? 18 years. How yeah. old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you tried to get on my way in the corner the other night. And then your teammates, every time you do that, they're like, Dino, you okay? Dino, you okay? I remember when I was playing on the Old Stars six years ago, they were saying that to you. You're always okay, me. right? The captains, they care about me, you know? <laughs> And you used to bring like the pepperettes and whatnot to the practice, right? Pickled eggs too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I used to a bunch of that. Uh, you know, the other thing though, Brent is I don't know. I always did things at younger age. Like I started my business 
own business when I was 23. Right. Uh, well, partly because there wasn't a lot of work, so you better find something like. Well, out. that's like if you just get out there and give her. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think uh, there's a lot of opportunity around this part of the world if you can give her, but. Oh yeah, with uh, what the the plant here? Like we're lucky; a lot of kids can uh, stay in the area and work, like have good jobs and stay in the area. If if they choose, where there was a day like, well, you're gonna, you're well, gonna work. It, it's a, it's an interesting town to me. If I'm thinking out loud in the shed, is I think it's the perfect place to raise a family. It's the perfect place to do that. But then the kids have to go out and spread their wings and see places and see the world and do their thing. But then when it's their time to raise a family, there's no better place to come back and do it again, right? And there's a lot that have done that, right? Well, and then there's the people that never leave and never see anything else. And that's cool too, because it is a great community and you're – there it's just seeing other things uh this is a great community and there's nothing wrong with that but i think that's how a lot of it works and then people go out there and do things and a lot of them end up getting married and move in different places it's kind of like hockey players <laughs> right yeah it's uh it, it's nice when your kids are you know relatively close to you too it would be nice wouldn't it Sometimes you don't want them too close, apparently. So, <laughs> it, but like I, so actually, wow, memory just came back. Do you know? That. Oh dear. Do you know which oh. one it is? <laughs> oh, there could be many of. Uh, uh, it was the night. Uh, yeah. Oh now, yeah. And now that I see my kids growing up really fast and too fast, um, I remember the day. That so Sam had already moved out your oldest, and then yeah. it was the night Ben moved out. I was supposed to work the next day with you, and we were supposed to do something. Yeah. And your old, your youngest son had moved out, and you were then an empty nester. And, um, and yeah. you had yeah. a hard time, and then I could understand that everything I do in my life is is for the kids right now. Like literally. Yeah. Everything you do is for the kids. And then to think they're gone and out of the house. Um, we did go to the hog's breath the next day and we had lunch and a couple beers and we never did work that day. We just chatted <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, we, uh, talked about things and, uh, I yeah. can't imagine my kids leaving like that. That, it's got to be hard to not have them around. It's different. You know, uh, it's, it's not fun for a little bit. That's for sure. Right. You, uh, there's a lot of reflection and, you know, you've spent that whole time. And there's another thing, like my dad said, well, uh, you get married to have kids. That's why you're getting married. Like if you're not going to have kids, why bother getting married in a way? Well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's uh, and that you're you you do that 
and you have your kids and you put your time in you and you do it like uh but then when they're gone like that it's uh it's a different feeling for sure like yeah i i remember that day and i remember sitting there with you and i was like i my kids were like one and three or something and i was like god i can't even imagine this and now ever like, but so like that like now realistically like what's it too- adam made under 11 adam like is already over for colby kind of if you want to look at it realistically um and uh like zoe's gonna be done another season of hockey and we're going to be done another grade of school and it's going to keep carrying on it's like this is crazy <laughs> when did this happen i remember when i was still a hockey player <laughs> wait till they hit uh, high school like that goes you blink your eyes and it's gone uh, it's the, the whole thing is just nuts man it's hard to keep up right yeah well that's you know but if you're going to do life, you may as well give her, right? And yep. it's like, for me, things are happening fast. And, like, people probably wonder how I got a lot, this much going on. But it's like, well, this is what I like doing. And I can do everything else I got to do. And yep. uh, But you put the kids to bed. I'm, I'm there, yeah. And, uh, yeah. well, like well, that- it's been great with Superheat, too, though. It's like with the remote capabilities and like i was gonna put my name in to do triple a this year as the coach or do whatever when i asked norm he says like and he gets it and he's a hockey guy that gets it and he's done triple a with his kids and he knows what it means to me and he said i could do it and that means the world to me right yeah you're lucky and i am lucky but uh yeah you have the opportunity that way at least, but you got to make sure it's do too. Actually, to... I, I quite a bit. And you what? I used to golf quite a bit. I've and... golfed with you. I, I, yeah. You haven't bought clubs since the seventies. I bet eighties, maybe. It was a 89. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought it set in 89. When I got over the whole. <laughs> <laughs> last time I bought golf clubs was uh Day- Daytona Beach, Ohio. <laughs> I still got the same clubs. <laughs> yeah. I know technology to get on that. But one of the reasons I, you know, said because it's such a time sucker for when you have young kids and stuff, like you're on the golf course and I I just didn't feel it was worth it. I'd rather go fishing with them. Like I would ra- I would I would rather be with my kids if I was going to be golfing I'd want them to be with me. I yeah. Uh, if they but don't like, wanna... that's what I've found with this is I can plan it around my kids' schedule. I can come out here and do this around my work schedule, around my kids' schedule, and I can find little pockets where I get to come out and be myself and have fun. And I think that's what any dad just needs is a little pocket of like, just to go out and be the guy he used to be. And um, that's all I need. And I can do all the stuff. Sanity saver. Right. Like just, just be yourself for a little bit and have fun. Right. But I, I, I've started to realize I like being myself all the time. Right. And I think you have too. 
Oh yeah. Like, yeah. You want to be your person and, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, that's where I've been lucky. I've worked for myself. So it's enabled me to do more things like, but yet you still got to go by certain, uh, certain rules and how things work too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you can't just do what you want. <laughs> no. Which is not a cuz when th- I I think I that's just... how I became your head painter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but how things uh can be, you know, and and you work at it. Well, you get better at what you do, right? Yeah. You do. Yeah. For sure. Um Okay. Um, last poster pick then. We don't have that much, I don't think, left unless you got something for me. But there's a picture of you that you said, seen it all, done it all, can't remember most of it. <laughs> uh, that was for a guy in our Old Stars team, his 40th uh, birthday party. And well, Dennis, <laughs> that's a great photo. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Burroughs, a bunch of houses for him. Dennis Burroughs? Yeah. He was my coach on the Ripley Wolves for yeah. when I played there. Yeah. Tough, yeah. tough old fella I found. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I he, bet you when he played, he could buck it up big time. Yeah. He was, uh, he knew how to look after himself. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, see that. Yeah, we had a lot of fun together back in the day. <laughs> um, you ever threw out a pair of shoulder pads or an elbow pad or something, you know, in the garbage can? Uh, Dennis, he was a big in recycling. <laughs> <laughs> He'd find her and put her on, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, yeah, guy. Oh, man. It makes it a small hockey world though, right? And like I'm sure it would have been interesting for you when we I first moved to town and then I start with the old stars and then all of a sudden play with the Ripley Wolves, right? And yeah. I had to scratch my itch too, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Scratch it too hard, baby. <laughs> well, do you remember uh actually one of the best fun times was when the Chicago Cubs won the World Series. Remember Why? That? What is? Yeah, what does that have to do that? <laughs> I was that night and uh, went to the pub and because we have the bus that drops us off at our front door, picks us up and drops us off. Uh, and it went into extra innings. It was game seven. Went into extra innings. That was a uh, that was a fun night. Was I a part of it? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. When the Cubs won the World Series. Was that, were we playing for the Old Stars? Yep. And we played yep. Godrich? It was, and it was game seven, so we finished Yeah, the game. now I remember. And yeah. like, yeah, if you don't leave your house, folks, nothing fun happens, right? You have to leave your house for fun things to happen. I do remember that. We did play a game, and then we did go for chicken wings and crush some pints. And then the Old Stars, folks, this is for old-timers hockey in this area. They have their own bus. 
It will come and pick you up at your house. You put your equipment on the bus. Nobody has to drive. And then you play cards and drink beers till your game. And then you play the game and then do the same thing on the way back. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And drops you off at your front door. Drops you off at your front door and nobody has to drive folks. It gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just playing hockey. That's what it happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happened to be a game seven world series. And it was, uh, I do remember that. That was one of my, yeah. That was one of the first ones. Yeah. Do you know, we do have some history together. You know that you're my fishing guide. Yeah, you know, you're the one that got me into carpentry and be able to do things around the house, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's like I told Colby I was having you on tonight. He goes, "That's the first time you're having Dino on. (laughs) Like you're part of the family. You're like our card grandparent, (laughs) right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, definitely fun for me too. Like, yeah." But, you know, when you move to town, I'm like, your parents are pretty good friends of mine. Right. No, I know. And, uh, but I would hope that I don't like saying nice things to people. And I think we're about done with everything is, um, I was having a very hard time after hockey. I didn't feel like I fit in, in this neighborhood. I didn't feel like I fit in, in the town. I didn't know anybody. I'd apply for jobs. Nothing would come back. I wouldn't hear a thing. Um, and uh, I just was with my kids that I did. I was with Lisa and um, we didn't have much going on. And you were the one that reached out to me and said, Hey, like, can yep. you do this? And I'm like, yes, I can do that. And uh, that got me on my way. And uh, if you wouldn't have done that, that summer working with you, was so fun. I wish I could go back to that because it like showing up to your place and it was fun. It was fun all day. And we've talked about it so many times on the pod with other guys is the guys you win with are guys you could dig a hole with all day and it would still be fun. And we could do that. We could make whatever we were doing fun for the day. Right. But always wanted to be that way like when i was a kid working on the farm with my grandparents it wasn't a whole lot of fun <laughs> no no just no they're... and you want to have fun because right like you only yeah. get to live so long <laughs> and you're just a kid and it's not that you don't want to do what you got to do well why can't you have a little fun at it <laughs> why can't you make it fun right yeah, exactly exactly just because you got to work hard and like winning is hard doesn't mean you can't have fun while you're doing it, right? Yeah, you got to have that that space in there that that keeps the interest, like just gives you that adrenaline, you know, that picks you up a bit. To, to they got to want, they got you got to want it. You got to yep. feel, of, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right that, though. That's one way to do it is to like when I coach the kids, it's I know some parents didn't like how I did things because, well, you're having too much fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, okay. 
I always kind of spun my head around that one a little bit. I I probably shouldn't comment on much. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that winning is fun. It's definitely but oh, fun. Okay, he, hear me out here. I'll try and keep this simple. Okay. So hockey should be fun. Winning should be fun. Or winning is fun. Fun yeah. is fun. Um, but if everybody is showing up to the rink and having fun and they're a team, they're going to want to do it for each other. They're going to want to yeah. try and get better for each other, but they're also having so much fun that they want to keep doing what they're doing. And they're going to want to try and get better at it because they like it. And um, yeah. I, it's for me, there's still folks around that's like, we should bag skate them to teach them and teach them. And it's like, they played bad last night, so we should bag skate them. And it's like, well, they're actually 10 years old and they were all just as pissed off as we were walking out of that arena. So you think bag skating a 10 year old is going to help out? And it's like, why, why is that going to help out? Does that make them like hockey more? Is that going to make them want to go home and practice hockey? Why no. would I bag skate any age group in minor hockey other than I can hide a bag skate and condition you. If I want you conditioned for the next game, I can do that. But I'm not going to bag skate you because yeah. there's no reason. If I want you to compete more, I'll make you compete in practice. You know? Well, guys, at that bag skate thing, uh, they, they were never bag skated. <laughs> well, because like, nobody likes it. Why? It makes hockey not fun. Yeah, and winning is fun, and fun is fun, and the way to win is to have fun, and it's like teams that start losing let themselves continue to lose because they get angrier and do those things instead of try and change things. You know, well, like on the week on the tournament, uh, Derek Skinner was my D partner, and he's fairly quick. Dick. You're talking about Dick. You're talking about Ethan Skinner's old man shed guy too, right? Oh no, there's another Derek Skinner. That oh, that's the other Derek Skinner you're talking about. Yeah, he play, He's an ex Sugar King, and he's playing on the Wolves too. How much hockey does this guy play? Well, he's he he's making he's active. It's awesome. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the reasons I like like keeps me playing is playing like playing and the younger guys it uh it's it's a lot of fun well when you're 65 years old and you can play with guys that are well younger than me and keep up i had a hard time with you dino <laughs> i had to let you know once or twice but i had a hard time with you you tried to get in my fucking way a couple times, right? Okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, you have to, but it's like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't keep up. Not with yeah. that Lang or the other. Like, they, no, I, I'm done with it. I've played by hockey. I'm not in shape, and I don't want to be. Well, that's the decision you make, right? It hurts me too much. It hurt. Yeah. I hurt way more the next day, and I, I, yeah, you're right. I yeah. guess 
Yeah. Actually, actually, like the age I am, but the how I feel that I am, I feel like <laughs> I'm 34. That was my and that's you've been 34 since you were 34 and i love it i and i'm 34 right with you big guy yeah that's a great age 34 it is and uh no man it was it was it honestly um you don't realize this stuff till you look back on it but you reached out because you wanted to help me and you knew with yep. the hockey and moving to a new town and the family, you reached out because you wanted to help me and you did, and you got me out there and you got me going. And I'm sure it's neat for you too, to see that. Like I did land with Norm. I've been there for seven years and awesome. isn't it cool? Yeah. No, no, it's, uh, I, I, like when you're coaching and all the stuff you're going to do over the years, it's the same. Like, why well, it's would... like if if it wouldn't if it would have kept going the way it was for too much longer, there would have had to have been a time where it's like, well, we're gonna have to go back to Elmira, right? Where I know people and people will, right? Yeah, and it's not what you wanted to do, and we wanted to be here, and it did work out. And uh, there's a lot of people to thank for that to go down, but you were the first one that got it all started, right? Yep. No, that's that would that was my plan actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, and and that's a you see different kids you you coach over the years. Certain kids need certain things, right? Uh-huh. So if you can pick on it and and help, then you should do it. And you why, did, um, and why, it all worked out. And you know what? We've had a lot of fun, but I think we need to do another fishing day, um, like chase deer out the window, the full deal. I think we need, I think we need another back road day. Yeah. Gravel run. I think that's what they're called. Gravel. Right. Well, to let the people know that in Bruce County, when you go gravel running and you go into the trunk, find out. Don't close the trunk with your hands because you'll the dust on the trunk will show the cops that you're into your trunk. They might pull you. <laughs> what year are you from? <laughs> yeah. Uh no, but seriously, thank you for you That's and Aaron for everything you have done. And I know it was being buddies with my parents, and that's the whole hockey tie and Hockey is a powerful thing, and uh, that's how I do this stuff, right? And uh, I honestly, I can't thank you enough. The treehouse, the memories with the kids. You made Concord feel like home. You were the first person that made Concord feel like home, is what right. you did. Yep. It takes a long time to make Concord feel like home, but you were the first person that started doing that for our family. Right on. It was fun. Thanks, Brent. It still is fun. And this has been another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Dino and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. 
Some people clap on the two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Goldbans. I'm like Pete Southdowns and Zan. I'm always speaking my mind. 